Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. So, John, we had a movie going on at our office this week. I heard. I heard cars blowing up, women having weird entertainment-type options going on behind your window. I heard all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Was that Scott just trying to mess with me again? (laughs) Well, if it's Scott, then yes, he's messing with you, but I'm not sure about that part. Um, (laughs) <laughs> we uh, it was this really cheesy sci-fi film called uh, Stonado. <laughs> what? Stonado. Yeah, you know, that, it's about be... a tornado that throws stones. Oh, <laughs> uh, that wasn't bad. I thought it had something to do with Colorado and Washington passing pot as legal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Well, you can always hope, I guess. Maybe someone will do a horror film about legalized recreational pot someday. Sure, there's some connection to whoever did the screenplay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but it had uh, the hottie uh, Amanda Frigon or Miranda Frigon on set. Oh, yummy! Um, and then uh, a couple of uh, known people like uh, Sebastian Spence, so who all the sci-fi movies. <laughs> I've never heard that name before. Oh, she's she's uh she steps into shows once in a while, like she's been on Supernatural, Dexter, and a few other ones, um, uh, mostly bit parts. You know, they're they're not I'll, just walking. I'm a big, yeah. big Dexter fan. I'll have to check it out. See see what what she, maybe I'll recognize her. Yeah, she's done a lot. So anyway, that was kind of cool. Um, it was just literally Stepforth was actually in the film where we they let us keep our sandwich sign outside, and it was a close up on there because of the. Uh, Stonados hitting the ground. Did they hit your? <laughs> did they hit your sign? Do you have like a blown up step for a sign that was killed? <laughs> I but I got lots of photos rabbit. I put online. So anyone types in stonado, I'm sure they'll find it pretty quick. It's not oh, exactly nice. a prominent phrase yet. Um, <laughs> it will be. It's gonna. Disney's gonna buy it. I'm sure at some point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the the really weird thing was that uh, I was reading up about the uh, producer uh, Jason Bork, our director, and. Um, uh, he's done. He's Mr. Disaster Film. He's Mr. Low Budget Disaster Film. He's he's the one that they always hire because he's really good at knocking them out and uh, moving on to the next one. Knock them off. Moving on to the next one. Anyway, um, reading about him and I saw this name who he's married to, and I just fell out of my chair. It was just like wow, small world. It was my ex girlfriend. What? Yes. So why didn't you get a part in his movie? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm afraid a stonado would actually hit me. <laughs> Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, oh, you're not the stuntman. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I did go up to him and say hi and ask her, ask him about her stuff. And anyway, it was wow. pretty fun. Yeah, it was just weird. It, it, <laughs> I guess we should get to some interesting stuff here versus uh, life and movies and stuff. But hey, they did blow up a car next to our window, which is pretty cool. And I've got that video online too on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be internet famous before you know it. Yeah. I, hey. I'm hurt. I'm not already? No. <laughs> <laughs> Until you get at least a million hits on something on YouTube, you are not internet famous. Uh, that's, 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 that's the baseline. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay. Uh, yeah, so far from it. Um, well, today we wanted to, to go through a few news items. Uh, one of the ones that I found kind of interesting is that China has blocked Google search. So anyone out there who's getting all their money from China, tough. Go, tough, go tough. back to Badu. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, the reason they've done this, uh, it, it does appear to be temporary. It's happening during, during the 18th Party Congress of the Communist Party of China. So I guess they're afraid people will find things they don't want to see. Uh, I, I did see that... that there's a there's a story out that kids and probably Chinese people are, are synonymous. They think research and Google is synonymous. So if you're researching something, and, and I can see why they'd want to do this. If someone's researching what's going on with the Communist Party on Google, they're, they're going to find stuff that they that China doesn't want them to find. That's for sure. So <laughs> yeah, don't take long. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know. I've been fascinated with Google being in China for a long time. I even wrote an article for it in, in uh, whatever it was, a uh, search marketing standard. It was a lot of research, but it was really interesting uh, with all the legalities around it. And it really what it came down to was, should they be there? It's ethical. And uh, ethics aside, it's good money. So you know what Google's going to go for. <laughs> so so is, your, is your argument that they should not be there? Is that your, where you think they don't belong in China? Well, the the article wasn't. That it left it up to the the reader, but in my well, opinion, I'm asking you, yeah, what do you yeah, think? But, but in my opinion, I don't think they should be there now. So, I guess I don't get that. Why would why should they not be anywhere? They can open a business. I mean, would you say they shouldn't be in Arkansas versus Ohio? Or I mean, why wouldn't they be in China? What's oh, wrong with Ohio, China? creepy people coming from there? And right. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yes, John. I know. Um, okay. No. Uh, I, I don't believe they should be there just because they're censored. If they weren't censored, fine, they should be there. Um, but they're being censored actively. So they're, they're, they're there to um, back up the Communist Party in that sense. And I don't like that. Uh, I think that's not, not a cool thing. But, that's, but it's not Google's fault. Is Google doing the censoring or is China doing the censoring? Google is doing the censoring. Hmm. They're actually being told to block specific sites and they have to do it. So Because well, of the laws of China. So exactly, but they they have to follow laws in the United States as well that are different than laws in other countries. Like they can't advertise firearms and tobacco in, in AdWords. You know, there's there are certain things that they make sure they try to get out of our even the organic indexes. You know, like child porn and that kind of stuff. So they censor ours too. If it's, if they're doing that to infringe on people's rights to view porn, well, fine, <laughs> whatever. But when it comes to something like learning about. Uh, the Communist Party, learning about you know being apprised and general solid knowledge this is the stuff they should learn and other opinions. Then I think that's wrong. Okay, and I'm just playing not today. I'm sorry. 
That's okay. And I'm just playing devil's advocate today because, you know, I prefer non-censorship as well. However, the the society in China lives different than society in the U.S., lives different society in India, different than societies in the Middle East. So every society has its own rules of how things work. Why wouldn't something like Google have to um, really form itself around their, that particular society's rules? Oh, they would. If they want to be there, they have to. I totally agree. Right. But that's why I don't believe they should be there. Hmm. But don't they provide enough value otherwise? Value otherwise? What do you mean? So, so just say they're censoring. They're, just say they're censoring ten percent of all the search, search results in China. Doesn't that other ninety percent provide value to the nation and, and the people of that country at some level? Is it? Is it? Is that ten percent so egregious that that we should get rid of that other ninety percent too? When it involves human rights, yes. People are literally being thrown in prison for talking about things that, uh, you know, about the bad things that are happening there. I mean, there's, God knows there are bad things that have happened in communist, uh, in, in such an intensely communist country. Then, it, yeah, I mean, that's human rights. That, that should never be censored. All right. That's I, I, I don't disagree. I was just, just trying to, to make you talk more eloquently today. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well i don't know whether i accomplished that but <laughs> there we go um now uh, you had a couple other points too that you were saying in, in terms of news as well what was the other one google patent that's what it was oh, oh yeah so they there there's of course when we get these news about google patents being approved they've been in effect forever but i, I thought this was interesting because yesterday there was an article on search engine roundtable barry wrote about um this new piece of a patent that's been approved that really talks about outbound links on your site. And it caught my eye because I was speaking in Alabama this week, and I got a couple questions from people about should you put links to other sites on your links? It's a common question. It happens all the time. But this is really interesting. In a Google patent, they specifically talk about the quality of the sites you link to can impact how they view the quality of your own site. So there's no real question anymore if outbound links matter. They do matter if you're mm -hmm. doing so this doesn't answer the question on whether you should do them or not. This answers the question on if you do them, make sure you're linking to good quality sites, which we always knew. Anyway, you don't want to link to, to bad neighborhoods and stuff. But it was, it, was, it was an interesting piece of confirmation, basically. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it's, I'm sure that's going to bring a whole ball of wax because, I mean, you, there's all the ifs, ands, or buts, too. Like, how much can you control? Maybe they were reachable, now they're not. Um, should that affect your site? I guess as long as they don't take it to too far a, uh, an extent like they are now, um, that's fine. But but even in that case that you just mentioned, the, the, the thing about outbound links is you have 100% control over those. If they were reachable, they were a good site, now they're not, you get rid of the link. If so, you know about that. If, if you know, know about it, yeah. yes. And that's just, that's it. I mean, I just, I, w I would want Google to be a little more transparent about what it's finding. And that helps us all. It helps everyone. And it would be awesome if they could say, these, these links appear to be low, lower, uh, lower quality now. Can you please review them? That'd be awesome. But of course, they're worried about everyone taking advantage of it. And the fact is, they have to find a medium where they can be transparent, but, and accept a certain amount of, of, of damage. I mean, they're always going to be trying to keep ahead of, of spammers. That's never going to change. But at least in this case, they can be more forward for the people who are innocent, are trying to do a good job. 
meanwhile, um, they protect spammer or protect themselves from spammers too. See, and honestly, I, I was talking to somebody this weekend, and, and I've, I think I've told you this before. I have this theory about how Google Plus is very, very connected. Google Plus and OnthoRank is very, very connected to assigning topical authority to individual people, right, and, and individual publishers online. And what that does is so your website might have authority on a topic or pages on your site or sections of your site might have authority on a topic, and it helps them rank well. But they're doing that. They're, they're giving that same kind of presence to individual people, and part of that, I think, is there's lots of reasons I think they should be and are doing it, and lots of reasons it's kind of scary as well. But one of the things that I think that you just mentioned is that helps them identify spammers and and the people that are doing this stuff. And when they see these people producing new content, producing new sites, it automatically um, makes it so that okay, we're not going to trust this site as much, mm-hmm. and, and I. And it goes to that. If if you're somebody who they trust and you create a link out to something that goes bad, they're more likely, I think, to reach out and say, "Hey, you've got a problem here," than if they consider you a spammer or you're you have a bad reputation or low authority, whatever you want to call it. They might not be as willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know what? That's great. That's great. If they could do that and be and make that scalable and at least seem fair to everyone. That's mm-hmm. fine. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and I think you need to do something though. And I do honestly believe Google Plus and AuthorRank is the foundation of that. I think it's very early, but it's someday in the future that will be part of what that does. Yeah. Well, and, and that connections. Yeah, that, that's, that would be brilliant. I mean, we talked about AuthorRank and how that is definitely creating this beautiful platform. But that's an angle that I didn't see before. That's that's great. Now let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk a bit about uh, an, uh, an SEO issue I ran into this week that. Uh, it's just so frustrating. <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, I was just going to say... I get a lot of requests uh, these days uh, for people to help me, for me to help them figure out what has happened to their site and why they've experienced ranking decreases. Lord knows there's been a lot of those lately because of uh, Google Panda, Google Ping, you know, Penguin updates, and all these things, EMD, and so an exact match domains. It's out of this world just how much has been going on. Um, Before you get into that, can I tell you one thing that, that I just realized when you said that? I'm, one thing I really like about the Panda and Penguin updates, there's no acronyms for them. It's just Panda or Penguin. I just thought of that, and I really like that. So I didn't mean to interrupt, but you made me think of that. I love that. Go ahead. Well, the P and the G update are... Um... <laughs> no, don't even try. Don't even go there. <laughs> do, do not pop my bubble. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, in this case, what I'm talking about is... Um, a system of, of sites a, a, a client has. Um, he comes to me once in a while with with questions. It's pretty rare, maybe once a year, because um, he's pretty savvy himself. And, and the, the, those are actually the tougher clients to work with because when they're, they're savvy, you, you feel like they're just maybe have the blinkers, their blinders on, and they're not seeing what's obvious. So you're telling them what's obvious, and and, and nothing feels weirder than telling someone you know knows this what they're doing wrong, and. Feeling like you can't make them go, ah, that I didn't know. It's it to me as a consultant, I I, I hate it. I just despise that feeling because I, I just feel like I'm not giving any value. But apparently, I I have to do that in this case. Now, in this case, and I'll give you the, the example here. It's a company with multiple sites targeting local phrases all over the USA. Um, that's a tactic that they started well before they started with me. I wouldn't have recommended that route, but that's what they've gone with. Um, now. They have a lot of duplication in the navigation, but otherwise, every one of their sites is unique. Uh, they had it completely written to, to match the, the unique uh, details of each locality. Um, now, in this case, <laughs> about 75% of the pages within the site are awaiting listings. They're like, uh, add your listing here for the various, uh, uh, let's say... Uh, um, churches in the area, 
so, so these are like directory sites, correct? Well, they're directory, partially directory. The rest of it's driven by um, finding uh, a place to stay in these areas permanently. So it's like a, a relocation, if you want to put it that way. Okay. So um, it, it's got some very, you know, I, I'd be like uh, running out of the direction if it had nothing but light material. But it's got some really good good, good points to it, and I can definitely see why he's had to go the route of creating the other sites. I wouldn't do it now, but it did work then, and you know it's been good for him. Now, what I've been told is they've had drops since April, and what I see from looking at it is that they could easily have been hit by Panda, because they've got so many pages that are blank, pretty much saying, oh, waiting for listings. They also have Penguin because in the, those cases, many of those pages have a lot of the optimization built into them already, and there's nothing desaturating that, you know, or right. Uh, so there's no content to take away at over optimization. They also have uh, the obvious fact that they're all uh, a network. I don't think that's a big issue because they're still doing well. It's just they're not as good as they were before. Um, and I'm faced with writing an. Uh, uh, a report for some odd hours of research. And I mean, I've gone through it. I've tried to think of any other way it could be, but I'm going to have to go back to the basics. What, what have you done in situations like this, John? Have you been in this situation before? Uh, um, um, I've, I've seen this before, especially when it's directories. And I'm, I know yours isn't a directory, but it's kind of similar to what a directory would do, where you have empty pages of categories waiting for people to put content in them. I might get that. Um, I guess to me, the, the rel equals canonical would really help with that because if you have a page or a listing that's not filled out yet, um, there's certain areas of content that are blank. If you can script it so it has a rel equals canonical back to, to you know, like maybe a category page or some other higher level page that goes away when, there, when certain fields are filled in and it removes the rel equals canonical, that would solve the issue, I think, most likely. I just don't know if that, for your client, if that's technically, if they're technically capable of doing that. Yeah, I don't usually consider that at this point. I say, do it, and <laughs> say, can't we think of an alternative? But what I had actually recommended, I mean, that's a thought, but what I had actually recommended um, in my, my write-up is is that they um, either completely remove the page, if because they don't have rankings anyway for them, um, and just in, and, and where they, these are categories of, of resources for those locales, right? So be add your resource and people can go there and then they can pick from categories even ones that aren't showing yet and then as soon as they add them then they become active um, that's not bad yeah the yeah, other yeah, option if, is yeah i agree if you have the choice of not showing them then that's definitely the way to do it for sure but if they have to show them for some reason if their cms is forcing them to then mm-hmm. maybe the then maybe that's when you look at the rel equals canonical kind of thing yeah, I also figured if they went that the route of not showing them, they would lessen the amount of duplicate content on the page, which is caused by the navigation. Um, True. So there's but some benefits there. You said they have multiple sites. Are they targeting all the same thing? What what's what's their strategy from the multiple site standpoint? Well, if it, let's consider. Let's think of it as relocation. It's not relocation, but if it is relocation, then it would be um, all the different uh, cities. With relocation as the target, so okay. So he has he has multiple sites, and each site is pretty much a geo target, geo specific targeted site, right? Yeah, with resources on all the different things in the area and why you'd want to relocate here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I probably wouldn't have done it that way at the beginning, but if he's already done that, he can he can make it's ridiculous. That. How many pages? How many sites there are? It's like I couldn't even. Uh, I I just couldn't yeah, recommend it. it this. 
doing anything else. Say, if you've got like 10 or 12 of them, you could probably put together the resources to maintain them. If you've got 10 or 12,000 of them, then you've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's tough. And, and I just... Uh, it's been a hard one to write just because I, I, I like to find something of significance that isn't something they'd know right off the bat, but I can't. It's just too obvious what's wrong. <laughs> well, that, I guess that's the point. It's obvious, but they're not, if he's not thinking about it, if some people get too deep in the weeds and they really can't see the obvious solutions because they're looking for those super crazy out of the box kind of solutions when it's really quite simple, don't show the page. Yeah, and, and thank you. That's that's kind of the message I wanted to get off to the listeners, guys. Uh, you know, think simple first. Don't get too caught up in all the latest gab about why things may not be ranking. It can be something so simple. And, you know, you need to avoid this situation where you're going to have to pay an expert to tell you the obvious. And it doesn't make the expert feel good either. Uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I don't like the idea of telling someone that, that – I didn't find anything special. I found out the obvious. <laughs> it doesn't make a client feel super happy about paying for it either. I, mean, right? I, I, I had a situation like that when I was in Alabama this week. I was, or I was talking to a client. I was doing these breakout sessions on SEO, and I had this couple come up to me who are business partners, and they said, we need to know how we can do better in SEO. I'm like, well, what's your site? Well, we don't have a site yet. I'm not, seriously. <laughs> okay, well, the first step <laughs> to do good in SEO, get a website. Oh, dear God. Oh, that's great. But it's funny, but, but people don't understand what we do to the point where sometimes they don't even realize that we can't help them you know, if they don't have the most basic of things, such as a website. That's, you, know, you get clients that are, are totally and honestly wanting to do better, but they <laughs> – they just don't understand, and you, and we laugh and we joke, but really, you've got to help people understand. So, of course, and it, 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 one of them was, you know, a, a, an older lady used to be a principal of high school. She was really super nice, and it's like, I it was, I actually enjoyed sitting there talking to her about, well, this is really what you got to do, and how you have to stand, explaining to her that she's got a business. The only thing she's ever going to own on the internet related to her business is her own website. She had the best Facebook page in the world, but Facebook could be gone in 10 years. That's the one thing that she will always own and have control of, and she needs to do that as part of her business fundamentals. The cost of doing business today is having a website. And it was great to see her eyes light up and discuss it with her. I couldn't help her with SEO, but I think I was able to help her at least understand online business a little bit better. Awesome. Yeah, it does feel good, doesn't it? I, I yeah, wish I had more time to do stuff like that. It just it always feels good. And I, I like I used to do a lot of basics seminars. And it was astonishing what I had to teach because, of course, we're talking about being in the weeds. We've been doing this too long. I mean, the stuff that we think is obvious is far from obvious. And, and it's always grounding to hear what people have to, to, to ask. It's fascinating what you learn. It, it makes you think sometimes, like you said, we've been doing this so long. We're so, so submerged in this every day. There's people out there that just don't understand they need a website. They don't understand that social is is is, a, is here to stay and it's a communication form that you know our children are growing up with and will never know a world without it and that it's part of what they have to learn and do to be responsible business owners. And people, there's so many people out there that just don't get it and don't understand it. Not because they can't, they just haven't been exposed to it or or, or people, they haven't seen the, gotten the right 
training or whatever it means. It's not their fault, but there's still so many of them out there. And I think a lot of them feel overwhelmed that, uh, from what I've understood, feel overwhelmed uh, of adding yet another medium to market on. Um, yep. But what they don't realize is it's not just another one. It's one of the big ones. You know, it's, you it's, know, not, it's not something to ignore. And it's not just marketing. It's customer service. It, mm-hmm. It's presence. It's, it's brand building. I mean, it's, it's everything is part of your business. It's like saying, you know, I, I don't need a telephone because I don't really want to do customer service. Well, there's a lot of other things a telephone is used for in your business. Same thing. <laughs> Excellent. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And I hope that uh, maybe one or two people out there gave them a bit of a, a moment to think and pause about what they've been doing and maybe reconsider some of the, the stuff that may be overwhelming and overkill, too, in terms and, of SEO and social media. And, and think about it. You know, you, you SEOs out there that are doing this for a living, that when you get a customer, you know, do not overwhelm them. If they seem to be out of, out of I don't know what you want to call it. It's, if they seem to be out of their element, this is not an opportunity to, 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 to you know, impress them with big words and ideas and, and acronyms and stuff. This is an opportunity to help them learn and teach them. And if you do that, they'll be a customer of yours for life. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we get back. We've got some other news to cover. We'll be right back after this quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. 
On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Cardcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. We'll be compiling a few extra credit episodes to prepare for the busy holiday season. As a result, please take this opportunity to post lots of questions on Facebook. Uh, Brasco was kind enough to set up a, a, a thread, and we've got a few on there already from the last show, but we need more. So go nuts, add some more, please. And I'm going to throw this out there, Ross, you, you, can, you can say no, but ask us some personal questions. I love to tease Ross when he answers personal questions, so do that too. <laughs> yes, yeah, so particularly ask lots of John. Um, <laughs> uh, now, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us outside of that, uh, please feel, feel free to email me. My uh, email address is ross at stepforth.com, um, or you can leave uh, messages again on facebook.com slash seo101podcast. You can also reach John through Twitter via at John Carcutt. Have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Until then, have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.